Hi everyone. Uh, this is the second episode of How I Learned English. It's the first uh, conversation episode with my friend Phoebe. And I just want to explain that it is split up into two parts. Um, you're listening to the first part right now. And in this part, Phoebe talks about how she started learning English in China and a really good teacher that she had there, uh, how watching friends over and over helped her with her English, and some interesting differences between English and Chinese. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, remember that you can send me feedback at howilearnedenglish at gmail.com or leave a rating and review. Thanks. Welcome to the second episode of How I Learned English. And this is the first uh, conversation or interview episode. And uh, this episode is going to be with uh, a friend of mine and a former coworker uh, named Phoebe. And uh, she's from China originally, but she lives in the United States now. Uh, and she's an English teacher and she has a really excellent level of English, which um, I find uh, really impressive because she didn't grow up, grow up in an English speaking country. Um, and one reason that I wanted to have her on first is that uh, the two of us already have a podcast um, called English Explained, uh, which has um, been... Uh, a real a fun project, and it's helped me learn uh, some things about podcasting. So uh, I recommend it to anyone listening now if you want another podcast um, to practice uh, your English. So anyway, welcome, Phoebe. Hello, everybody. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to talk about uh, how, how you learned English and, and also about your experiences teaching English. Yeah, um, um, I'm excited, and um, thank you for having me for the yeah. first episode. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. So I guess the first thing I'm going to do is, uh, is ask you a question that we talked about on our other podcast when, when it comes to job interviews, and you mm -hmm. can probably guess what it is. But um, tell me about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, like you said, I'm from China, and I came here for graduate school um, in 20... 13. Mm -hmm. Wow, like six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I grew up in China. Um, I learned English there. Mm -hmm. And when I went to Newcastle, England for my exchange program, um, I learned French there. Mm -hmm. And the way that they taught French there, it was really different from how we would teach English in China. So that kind of got me interested in mm -hmm. teaching language. Yeah. Um, and I was always a good student in language, like in English in school. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess I'm just interested in language in general. And then I wanted to learn more how to teach it. And then yeah. after I graduated, I came here um, to learn um, and get a, I got a, degree in that mm -hmm. area so yeah yeah and here I am I'm, <laughs> I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it yeah. yeah cool um so how old were you when you started learning English in China um so for me I started early because I think everything I have to thank my mom for this because she had this vision like back then she was like okay if you got to do anything like any extracurricular activity or class, you will have to go to an English class. Mm -hmm. um, so back then, English wasn't 
taught until high school, I think, mm-hmm. or middle school. But I started um, in fourth grade, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So my mom found me this teacher. Um, I don't know where she found her, but she had this really um, real or we call like authentic American accent. Mm-hmm. Um, she taught me for like a year, but she left and she left all her students with, uh, like her friend or something. And this teacher was like the best teacher Mm -hmm. I ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, and he basically taught me all the basic things about English. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so I guess I started fourth grade and I just never stopped. Yeah. 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 Um, so would you, do you think that your English classes, like with this really good teacher, for example, um, were typical of English uh, English classes in China, or are they op- are they often different from that? Mm, it was really different. I I think I'm lucky in a way that I got this teacher to be my mentor mm-hmm. or something, because um, like after middle school, we had regular English class in 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 the school, mm-hmm. um, and the teachers there like the way they taught English was just worksheet and worksheet and worksheet. Mm -hmm. So basically you would just do multiple choices Mm -hmm. and close like all year long um, with no listening and speaking, of course. Mm And, um, and the teacher, I don't think the teacher understands English that well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that, what they would do is just like, tell you the answer like a b c d and then if they can explain they will explain if they can't it's like okay here is the answer yeah you know so um uh but but the teacher i had outside school he was just very like he he really understood Mm -hmm. english Mm -hmm. i think like he understood the whole structure of the language yeah and um that's like grammar wise he he would go it from like um from bottom to how do you say bottom to top mm-hmm. like it's not um it, it he, he would tell you the basic things yeah um the structure of english instead of okay here here is how they say it. you just have to memorize mm-hmm. it um and another very big part is that he made english fun so he wouldn't like because we were kids he would like throw us like worksheets and stuff. Mm-hmm. He would like show us a Disney movie or mm-hmm. um, or some classic um, Hollywood movie, um, and then we just got really into the story and we we're like, oh, what what are they saying? And the you know English sounded cool, you know, mm-hmm. and we got really interested in that. And we would learn like songs. Well, they were like really old, <laughs> like Beatles song mm-hmm. or. Um, but, you know, like, it was really fun. And every week, we had those classes every week, um, every Saturday, like once a week. And it was, like, the only thing that we were looking forward to. It was, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't a burden. It was, like, so fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, that's, like, how I got interested in the language. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. So I, it was really, it was really, really different from what they would do in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it sounds like you were lucky to have a teacher like that. Yeah, I I, I really was. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you find anything about English to be particularly difficult when you were, you know, learning it in during that period? Mm, I th- I think um, 
during that period, uh, when I was learning with that teacher, mm -hmm. I was like, I was very good with everything. Mm -hmm. um, I, I felt like I had mastered mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. Um, but after I went to college, because after high school, I moved to Beijing mm -hmm. for college. Mm -hmm. And in college, it was just another level of difficulty. And that was like the first time I felt um, English was difficult. And it was specifically listening and speaking. Uh -huh. um, because, you know, like we didn't have that much practice in school. And with that teacher, like, yes, he was doing fun stuff, but still we didn't get much chance to yeah. you know really use it yeah and in college we had this listening um course that we had to take and um and it was like straight on like listening to bbc news and you have to like translate that immediately to to, to chinese mm -hmm. um it was so difficult and and we had another speaking class that were that was with a real american person i think mm -hmm. and i found that really like hit me because because it was like I, my pronunciation was nice you know like I already had mm -hmm. I already al always had good pronunciation but like when you asked me to speak for a long period of time like give a speech or something in class I was just like oh yeah you know I kind of stumble yeah um yeah so that's when like it really like got me. It was like, oh, this is there's another level of, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not it's not that I've learned it all. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And I would imagine that going to England also brought you to another level. Is that right? Right. That was um, that year. Like I would say that what really helped me was the writing course. Because mm -hmm. um, well, first of all, Newcastle is like infamous for its like horrible accent <laughs> and i didn't like my listening and speaking like didn't improve as much i would say mm -hmm. and because I, I was hanging out with my friends from china mm -hmm. like i didn't have a lot of chance uh like using english in in like daily life mm -hmm. it was more reading and writing yeah and we had to take uh, an academic writing course mm -hmm. And that really opened my eyes because I, like before, writing to me was just, you know, writing in English as long as your grammar and vocabulary is right, mm -hmm. like everything's fine. But that was the first time that I learned that in academic writing, it's a, like a whole different world. Mm -hmm. Like you have to use all these different strategies and different vocabulary. Mm -hmm. So it was like, oh, like it's not the same thing. So yeah. Yeah. So my writing got so much better mm. after that year. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because yeah. I would I would have guessed that it would the listening and speaking would have improved more. Yeah, from... not really. Yeah, and it was actually after that, um, after I went back to China after that one year, I started watching um, like American TV shows. So that's when I started watching Friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, like Prison Brick, I don't know why that show was so popular in China. <laughs> um, like all like movies and all kinds, like shows and um, a Lost. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I was like binge watching that, mm -hmm. um, and that helped my listening. Mm -hmm. So I actually, it was it was that was in the yeah it was in the year in England. Uh huh. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Friends. Would you say that that, mm -hmm. that show had the most most uh, effect on your English? 
Um, like, was that the biggest one for in your life? I would say so. Yeah. And what, how did it specifically help you? Was it, was it, you know, picking up idioms and things like that? So, um, I guess it's not just idioms. It's more, um, like whenever they use, for example, tenses, because mm-hmm. tense, te- we don't have tenses in, um, in Chinese. So like when to use what tense, like that context, that situation, mm-hmm. um, I think that's more useful, especially like when they use a, a word um, that I'm not very familiar with. It's not necessarily an idiom, but just any kind of word. Mm-hmm. And because, it, you know, it's a show and there's a context and I, I know, oh, that that's when, you know, that's when you use this word or that's how you use this word. Yeah. Um, and it, like, that's the first stage because I've watched it, like, so many times. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, the first the first couple of times were just for the, you know, the plot and the, the jokes. And at, like first, I didn't even get many jokes. Yeah. And then after a couple of times, like, okay, I got to, got the jokes. And then, um, like I said, the, the tenses, the, the words, like how they use it. And then after that, it was more, more about the social interactions and mm-hmm. the, like, more cultural stuff like how people treat each other yeah um how they you know how they how they live their life like how they fight for their um like jobs or whatever Mm -hmm. so it's it's more like oh like of course it's a show right Mm -hmm. like there's like exaggerations and but you can you can see like how american people live their life and how different yeah that is Yeah. yeah yeah Um, so you mentioned watching it multiple times. Is that something that you would recommend as a, as a, a strategy for, for learning, a, you know, practicing English or any language, just not to watch it once, but, but many De- times? Yes, yeah. definitely. I, I tell my students this mm-hmm. and I, I am planning to use some episodes in my class. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, first time you, you just, you watch it for the fun and you tr- you're trying to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. But then the same episode, like, I you watch it over and over again, and you I would like what I did was I would take notes, mm-hmm. like oh here is this this word and here's how they use it, um, and then I take notes. I, I I watch it with the English subtitle, and then later I would you know take away the subtitle and would just listen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then like after a couple times, you know you get used to the the, the speed because they speak, mm-hmm. you know like normal people and it's not class language that's slowed down yeah um so i get used to speed and whenever you know i hear other people oh it's not that fast anymore um yeah yeah and i so yeah definitely multiple times and take notes yeah yeah i think that's a really good idea um so you mentioned the uh the tenses and how chinese doesn't have tenses um in your mind, when you think about the two languages, what are the uh, like? What are some other major differences between the two? Hmm, that's a huge question. <laughs> yeah. So um, not everything, but just like you know, the ma- the main ones that that come to your mind right you know right away. Um, I think English is more logical mm-hmm. than Chinese. I feel like in English. Um, 
well, if we're talking about like, because in speaking, it's 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 more you know informal. You kind of you go back and forth, and it's not that strict, right?、Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about like writing,、um, where you have to think about grammar and stuff,、um, English is a lot more logical, where you have to have、uh, like. Logical relations between among sentences,、um, like this sentence. How does it connect to the next one?、Um, and you can't like miss miss a like maybe miss a subject or miss a verb.、Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the verb like the tense has to be right. So like there there are a lot of、um, things that you need to connect like. Like sub subject and verb,、mm-hmm. like they have to agree with each other. Yeah. So, um, but in Chinese, because you don't have to worry about that,、mm-hmm. um, it's more it's more free. Like the sent the structure of language is more random.、Mm. Like you can you can say a noun here and then a verb there, or or you know, like people can still understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so for me, that's why that year in、um, England really helped me my writing. Yeah, because like back before that, when I was writing in English, I basically was like thinking in Chinese and translate Chinese into English.、Mm-hmm. But it's not that you have to like think about English language. Yeah, like oh, I'm saying this sentence. Like, why am I saying this sentence? Like, what is What is the 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 lead lead up to this sentence? Like, what what do I need to say before that? What do I need to say after that? But with Chinese, you don't have to do that because like everything is like sort of like understood. Like you you don't have to point out、mm-hmm. the specifics. Yeah.、Um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess like if if I have to say like the biggest、mm-hmm. yeah. difference, I think that that's it. 